Bokatov, everyone. As always, we thank Elliot Oswang for sponsoring this series in memory of his beloved mother, Marilyn Oswang Eisenberg, whose neshama should have an aliyah. We have begun the second parak of Mesila Sesharim, the Ramchal, is in the middle of uh, reminding us the meat of the character trait of Zahirus, that even before we talk about the positive, taking the initiative for living a life of Zerizus, of enthusiasm and alacrity, before we talk about the positive, we begin with eliminating the negative. Zahirus, living a life of mindfulness, of caution, of conscientiousness. Last week we spoke about the Ramchal said, lest you become arrogant and think that you're greater than an animal, realize that the lowly inferior animal identifies danger, risk, and instinctively, intuitively avoids it. The animal knows that's harmful. The animal knows that will sabotage its well-being. The animal recoils and distances. The human being says, that's bad for me. Can I have another? (laughs) The human being says, that's bad for me, but I want it. But I crave it. But I desire it. But I think about it. And so, says the Ramchal, the first step in character development the first step to a life of meaning and purpose, of wholesomeness, of completion, is to live a life of Zahirus. To identify that which is our downfall, our pitfall, to identify that which will knock us off track, and to eliminate it, because we are so lowly. And Ramchal last week spoke about some live life, they're blind by natural cause, and some choose to be blind. They close their eyes. But when you teeter on the edge of the cliff, when you flirt with disaster, the disaster doesn't care whether you've closed your eyes on purpose or you're blind naturally. Either way is equally dangerous. And this is what Yirmiyahu Anavi, Jeremiah the great prophet, bemoaned in his generation. Yirmiyahu bemoaned that his generation were sleepwalking through life. They were walking with their eyes closed. They were mindless, not mindful. They were unconscious, not conscientious. They paid no attention. Their eyes were closed. They weren't living understanding the consequences of their actions. They didn't make good decisions. They didn't exhibit proper judgment. They did what they want, when they want, where they want, with whom they want. They gave in to their appetite, their temptation, their desires. They chose to be willfully blind, willfully ignorant thinking somehow that'll bring more happiness or pleasure, somehow that'll give greater meaning. The truth is, this is exactly our generation. Our generation has an appetite for all kinds of hedonistic pleasures, for the pursuit of whatever makes them happy. Just do it, obey your thirst, do what you want. And the marketing industry says, don't let anyone get in your way. Don't let anyone or anything stop you. Don't let anyone tell you what should make you happy. Close your eyes and pursue with a gusto what you want. And you know what the consequence, the result is? It's insane. We live in a time of greater affluence. We live in a time of greater technological breakthrough. We live in a time of more creature comforts. And people are less happy than ever. Less fulfilled than ever. Relationships are less stable and sustainable than ever. Torah's timeless wisdom is the answer. The Ramchal is telling us the answer is not be willfully ignorant, close your eyes and pursue and indulge in anything you want. That accomplishes the opposite. So the generation of Yirmiyahu had an appetite, a desire, and they just did what they want, with it, who they want, when they want, where they want. They didn't stop and live a mindful life. You know, is this right or wrong? Is this moral or immoral? Is this proper? Will this give nachas ruach to Hashem? Is the choice I'm about to make going to bring out the best in me? 
Will it make me live the best version of myself? Will it elevate those around me? Or is this bringing out something in me which is not the best version? Am I going to bring myself down and others down with me? No person felt remorse for what they were doing. No one said, Oi, what have I done? But rather, they were like a horse charging headlong into battle, just indulging headfirst in whatever hedonistic pursuit they want. America is obese. We have no discipline in our eating. Everyone wants to eat what they want, the portions they want, the food they want. We just eat. And what's true for food is true for intimacy, for physical pleasure. It's true for the things that people are looking at and watching. It's true for what they're reading. It's true for how we're behaving like a, like a horse out of the gate, running headlong. What Yermio was bemoaning was people became creatures of habit and they had the wrong habits. They were driven by their impulse, by their instinct. They didn't set aside time to think, to quiet the noise, to make space, to contemplate, who am I and where am I going and how am I going to get there? If you don't know where you're going, any, dest- any path will get you there. Do you know where you're going? Do you know how you're going to get there? Do you know who you are and who you want to be and how you want to be remembered and the impact we want to leave on this world? What are the fingerprints? What are the footprints? What are the impressions we're leaving in the digital world, in the offline world? What is the message we're sending? And Yermio said, as a result, they fell into wrongdoing and they weren't even aware of it. They weren't aware of it. Why? Because they were following Hergel. Hergel is Regel. A Regel, Hergel is your habit. I saw one study that says 47% of our day, 47% of our day is already predetermined by the habits we formed. Whether you came on time or you were late this morning to davening. Whether you talked or looked at your phone or davened with Kavana. Whether you'll now be late to your next meeting or to work. Whether you'll be distracted, how many times you'll go on Facebook. What you'll have to eat today, will you be disciplined in your eating? All of these decisions, they're already pre-programmed. They're already the habits that we formed, and we are on autopilot, just blindly, mindlessly coasting through life as creature of those habits. You know, that's bad news, but it's also good news. The bad news is if we're on autopilot and living the habits, if they're bad habits, we're living a bad life. But the good news is if we form the right habits... If you have the habit of jumping out of bed with zrizus, alacrity, you have the habit of being in shul a few minutes early, you have the habit of davening with kavana, not talking, you have the habit of a good work ethic and patience with your family and love and care and kindness with others and disciplined eating. If you form the right habits, then half your day is already pre-programmed for success. Half your decisions are already pre-programmed for, dis- for success. I saw one study, it says, an article, the average American touches his or her phone. How many times a day do you think they touch their phone? 2,617 times a day. The average American reaches for his or her phone 2,617 times a day. Now, if someone would stop and say, you know, you're sitting with your spouse, you're sitting with your child, you're in the middle of talking to your creator, you have an audience with the king of kings. Do you really need to reach for your phone right now? So if we were living a mindful life, we'd stop and say, no, of course not. 
but mindlessly we're creatures of habits, and our arm is trained habitually like on autopilot. It reaches, it reaches, it reaches, and it grabs, and it grabs, and it grabs, and it checks, and it checks, and it checks, and we have FOMO. If we don't check, what am I missing out on? Who knows who's texting, who's emailing, what's happening in the world? I have to know, and I have to know in real time 2,617 times a day. And what are we missing out on in life? when we're grabbing the phone that often as creatures of hergel, of creatures of mindless habit, substituting meaning for meaninglessness, and substituting substance for this emptiness. So says the Ramchal, the first step to leading a meaningful life is Zahirus, is to be mindful, disconnect to connect, shut it down to turn it on to what really matters. Carve space, turn off the noise. There's so much noise around us. 2,617 times a day, there's noise coming in and it's clouding us. Shut off that noise. Shut it down to be able to listen to your inner voice, to listen to the messages of the universe, of the Ribbon Shalom, to connect and tap into what matters most. And most importantly, to be able to live life not blindfully, willfully ignorant, not mindless, but to live a life filled with mindfulness, which will give the greatest meaning. Have a great day.